One thing that gets me about Bruno's sticky fingers power is apparently it doesn't matter if it's what the pressure is, what the pressure differential is on either side of his portal. Uh, Which is incredible, it just, really. Yeah, it's actually amazing. He should like he should like work for a diving company. Yeah, or something. <laughs> no, like that's like a whole secondary job where he's just like, yeah, sure, we can do like an ocean floor tour. Maybe he did. I mean, he did work, used to work like in the. That's right. Industry. His dad yes. was a fisherman. That's, that's true. Yeah, he, could just yeah, do, like, he did all give tours to tourists. On the Glass boat. bottom boat where yeah. you can just <laughs> pet everything. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Explainer, a podcast about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm Darius Kazemi. I'm Elizabeth Simmons. And I'm Courtney Stanton. And today we're going to talk to you about death. (laughs) And uh, maybe like the first rule of JoJo's, which is if there's an airplane, get on it. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) All all good things happen on airplanes. So yeah, this this episode introduces us to the stand, Notorious Big. (laughs) <laughs> Which is how they pronounce it. It's so charming to me. That That's they, how you pronounce it's, it. It's like my mom yeah. t- like talking about Notorious B.I.G. Yeah. Like, when I was in middle school. It's just really cute. But yeah, they, the the translation is uh, in the subtitles is Notorious Chase, which is still weird to me because I'm like, they're not even calling it Notorious B.I.G. So why do you need to? Anyway. Um, I just realized that my little Notorious Big figure is articulated. What? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I brought a prop today because this is a radio show. Uh, oh I, wow! Yeah, I happen to have like a little figure of a notorious oh, and it's B.I.G. Like, it's a ball joint, like it like goes all yeah. over. Someone at some point got me a figure as a gift that came with Notorious B.I.G. Okay, so let's dive right in because there's a ton to talk about. Yeah, so this <laughs> this episode is Iraqi doing a locked door mystery, which is you know the, like there's a murder, but the door to the room was locked. So like, how did somebody get in? And like, you know, what what happened? And this is that, but with an, an airplane. By the way, there is a George Joestar stand that is entirely did about locked door. we need George door. Joestar right now? That is no, entirely themed around locked door mysteries. Well, oh, awesome. I appreciate that. I respect that. That's the first thing. And probably last time I will say that about George Joestar. <laughs> this is an ugly man in JoJo. This is an ugly man in JoJo. Yes, his name, I don't know if, I forget if his name comes up in this episode, but no. his name is Carne. <laughs> as in meat yeah sure wait hey fair that's what he is um <laughs> i like that abakio just like i would would attempt to fly a plane by just doing whatever he saw in the movies you know yeah it's gonna it'll be fine it was on tv so the stand power here is something that i have been i think that we may have alluded to this like multiple times over the past several years on this yes. podcast oh, this is one of the like I, to me like one of the top tier iconic like list five stands in jojos yeah. and notorious big is going to be one of the ones i remember because here's the thing how do you know if your stand only activates when you die how do yeah. you even know you have a stand right well so this is a stand that is able to communicate in human language. So maybe the stand does the thing where he whispers to his stand user, like, when you die, I will become all-powerful and can do blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Kind of like the one that was on Rohan's back. So when Polpo gave him his stand, or whoever <laughs> gave him his stand. Yeah. This is what he manifested, yeah. He was like, okay, so hear me out. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help you, but my stand is telling me that it exists. And it'll help you when I'm dead. Yeah. (laughs) So I assume because it does it by writing that it must have like made him a little journal or like a Hallmark card or (laughs) something. You know, like leaving creepy post-it notes around. Yeah. Like I just, but yeah, in some way he came to understand that. And I also assume that they like gave him a pile of money once they're like, all right, we're going to send you somewhere someday. And in exchange, your family's taken care of for life or whatever, you know? And so he just bravely, emotionlessly walks. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think that dude has a family. 
I don't, I don't know. No, he's just he meat. Does. Yeah. Yeah. He's just meat. But yeah, it's it is it's interesting. So this is the like all stand no stand user whereas like the last pairing was it's like you know they had stands but it was like the interesting thing about tiziano yeah. and squalo is tiziano and squalo yeah. whereas like this guy literally doesn't have anything to do with the world i wonder if there's fanfic like creating a backstory for him <sighs> probably not because he's an ugly man in jojo's he and I is, know how JoJo's he is <laughs> the number one ugly man in jojo's i think he's the one that we like originally when I was like, yeah. there's only one ugly man in JoJo's, they were like, no. <laughs> this guy. Yeah. Notorious cool. B.I.G. stand user. Yeah. I think a lot of why, uh, part of it's the hair. Part of it's <laughs> those pants. It's the which whole head face shape situation. Are like, his pants really bother me on two levels. One is that it's like, they're leggings, but they're joined at the butt, but the crotch is still open, which is like distressingly horny. And I, I, I didn't know I had a limit on that. <laughs> But there's well, that. we found Courtney's limit. Yeah, this, or, but is, it's like, this is someone who's excited to see cats. But I think so. there's, it's like simultaneously <laughs> like lewd, but also I feel like I'm supposed to get the implication that his pants are just too small for him because he's fat. And I don't like that either. What's interesting to me is that when I look at Carne, uh. the first thing that comes to my mind is not fat, even though I understand. I know, he, yeah. So it's weird to me when Mistel is like, oh, that fatty, because I'm like, wait, that's what you noticed about him? <laughs> Did you notice the fact that he had no eyelids? Like, did you, know, you notice like, that he's a pencil eraser with a face drawn on it? Yeah. Like, yeah. No, I agree. It's like, yet again, it's that thing where it's like Iraqi just like aggressively dehumanizes fat people to the point that they seem like weird monstrous people, yeah. which is like, so I'm just like, look at this weird monstery person. And I guess that's supposed to stand in for like a fat person. Yeah. And, and by the way, you know, Notorious B.I.G., the rapper famous for being a fat rapper. Yeah. And uh, famous for dying of gunshot wounds and also his first studio album is called ready to die so so yeah a little on the nose honestly (laughs) i love it cool good job iraqi yes i really love that iraqi was like his album is called ready to die what could that Mm. mean (laughs) so he shows Mm. up dies instantly yes (laughs) Uh, the other thing i want to i want to point out is that before carne dies Notorious B.I.G. has a humanoid form. Yeah. And then after Carne dies, he turns into the weird meat fetus thing. Wait, where did he have a humanoid? He, it he, starts he appeared, to deploy. Yeah, it starts to oh. deploy behind him. Remember when they, when they go, he has yeah, a stand, yeah, kill yeah, him. Yeah. And it's it's sort of similar, like it's got sort of the similar face as what the little hand meat thing. I actually like the final form of, of Notorious B.I.G. because it's creepier than it just being 100% like smooth lined yeah. stand thing. I I think it's weird and gross that it's like somehow generating human flesh. It's nasty. And then putting little armor pieces on itself. I do think the idea of an automatic stand that activates on the user's death is a very interesting one. I yeah. Because so and we do know that automatic stands don't care whether they're user they don't like send pain back to their users or anything. So it's also interesting because in a way it's like in the same category as like the hand or purple haze where it's like oh yeah too fucked up to actually use oh yeah but also i like i think it's interesting that it's too fucked up to actually use and also it can only be used once right yeah but also like i don't know i just i still i know i've said this so many times but i'm just so fascinated by the idea of like a world in which people manifest superpowers but some of them are like terrible bad yeah (laughs) I also like we haven't talked about what it actually does because it's not like a fighting stand. It actually like grabs your stand and eats it. 
Like it dissolves your stand. Which is fucked. Just super fucked up. I mean, it grabs your bod and that. Yeah. So I guess if you weren't a stand user, it would just dissolve you. Yeah. And I assume incorporate your meat into itself. Yeah. But yeah, if you are a stand user, then it's like it's actually destroying you. So we get to see um, Narancha kind of taken out four sixths, sorry, two thirds of, (laughs) let me reduce that fraction. Um, Two thirds of Mista gets caught in it. Yeah. Well, we already know that like Sex Pistols is not a swarm stand despite looking like one. Yeah. But I really like this kind of like explicit confirmation that like, no, if Sex Pistols gets hurt, Mista gets hurt. Yeah. Yeah. I also uh, just want to point out four bullets are eaten and (gasps) also... And also, there's four fingers in the fridge. Yes. That's how you know it's like it, Like, he goes, three. No, wait, four fingers. Yeah. Like, Mr. Dun, says dun, it. Dun. I also want to point out that if I haven't said so already, I just want to make sure everyone knows that Jorno's birthday is April 16th. Four, 16. Four, 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 four. Right. <laughs> Dangerous. Before the stand attacks, we get a little bit of, like, Trish and Bruno talking to each other and, like... Trish sort of giving some backstory and Bruno putting his Bruno like gloss over. Bruno watches a lot of Hallmark movies. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, when your mother and father fell romantically in love and had an idyllic relationship. Trish is like, they banged it out and he left her, you know, like seriously. He's like, I'm sure that your dad was a good person at some point. She's like, like, why do you think that? (laughs) What evidence at all would indicate that to you? I don't know. Pollyanna-ish. Super, which is honestly considering everything that Bruno's deal is right now is very weird. Yeah. So Trish notices that Bruno's got an extremely deep calf cut in on his, the back of his leg is just not really, it's like oozing, but it's not strangely little blood. Yeah. Yeah. He he has like factor five Leiden. (laughs) He developed, he caught it somehow. Um, <laughs> Runs in my family. <laughs> I, uh, but yeah, so then eventually Jorno starts noticing graffiti all over the plane. It turns out that it's this stand. He thinks he hears something in the, one of the mini fridges. Yeah. That they sure. have. They have, they always have a mini fridge. I like the exchange that he and Mr. Haver misses like, all right, is it a stand or are you just freaking out? And Jorno's like, all right, I could I very like could very well just be freaking out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. And actually, it's, I think it's really cute when he apologizes when it first doesn't. He doesn't see anything in there, and so he's like, "I'm so sorry." I'm just freaking <laughs> it's out. It's a it's a very married couple moment. Yeah, yeah it's cute. Adorable. But it's not. Uh, it's a stand. It's a super gross stand. I don't like. I I find this stand to be very effective in that it grosses me the fuck out. Everything about it, the weird bubbling skin thing. They do some sort of like CGI thing, so it looks like it's breathing. And then they have the camera on that for a real long time, which I did not appreciate. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't bother me that much. I don't know. Maybe it's just today I'm very fussy, but it was gross. Well, I guess we can talk about Jorno's hand and ladybugs. Yeah, let's talk ladybugs. Mechanics and all this stuff, too. Can we talk about Jorno cutting his own arms off? Yeah. (laughs) And Mr. Helps. Yeah, so the first he loses his first arm because he goes to karate chop. Notorious VIG, which is not effective, but I, it, like it ends, he ends up, it still works because Mista seemed to completely understand what Jorna was going for. So well, he he's tries also to karate chop his own arm, right? Right, and like well, he tries As you to do, and like it, like and so another sentient boil, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Semi, it doesn't talk though. That's true, it's, but it, it can write. It hasn't gone to community college to yet. sentient boil community college yet. It's it's doing like a semester abroad yeah. um, <laughs> in Italy. <laughs> So Mista shoots Jorno's arm off because he clearly understands what Jorno was trying to do. And right. it's a nice little like 
synchronized moment. Babe, I'll shoot any body part off you want. Yeah. Whatever you want. That's um, love. And then the outcome of that is that it manages to tag Mista. And so, which is the, the part that really starts to gross me out is when they're like, no, but it's really slow. And Raj is like, but it's super slow. And, and uh, Mista's like, no, it doesn't have to move right now. It's eating. And then like little like slices of like oozy blood open up all over his face because it's in him now. And it's so gross. And Mista always has to be shooting blood out of yeah, his vessels. Just, oh, actually, well, it's, it's super, is it is it even gay if you're not oozing blood everywhere? No. <laughs> this reminds me a little bit of the nasty rat stand in the rat hunting oh, episode. Of rat. Yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, where, where the rat makes the cubes of meat. Yeah. Rat aspic. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yep, Raspic. <laughs> Wait, doesn't the rat have a name like it's it, rat? rat? No, it's, isn't it named like? I like, mean, Jodoro names it Bug Eaten. Yeah, yeah, Bug Eaten <laughs> is Jodoro's name for it. The stand is called Rat R A T T after the metal band Rat. I see. Yeah, learning so much today. Yep. <laughs> I yet again, this is a scenario where, like, in this setting, one would think to not fire. Uh, a gun in a pressurized uh, airplane, highly oxygenated cabin. But uh, both Narancha and Mista are just like, nope, light it up, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> so this all happens very quickly. As we're in that very compressed. Time. We're still in like the afternoon of day four, uh, and so Bruno's like, I'm gonna carry Jorno's armless, bleeding body up to right. The, so Jorno cuts off both his arms. Yes, he cuts off the other arm with. A glass shard. So to get the the <laughs> the stand out of the plane because it's wrapped around his arm. So we get an excruciatingly long shot of Jorno driving his arm down onto a giant piece of glass. And you can do that. You can just push your arm down, and you will get a beautiful clean right through the bone. Yeah, yeah that's that's how that happens. And then we learn some some facts about Gold Experience, which is that apparently it has a weakness, which is that it needs hands. My phone doesn't even need my hand. You can <laughs> use your nose. You know, like, I just, I find that very weird. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Jorno has maybe just never tried to do it with his feet. And yeah, I think that Bruno is just making a lot of assumptions about someone else's stand. Yeah, that's very personal. Um, even th- so, like, me, he's like, well, my stand works this way. And I'm just going to also say that Jorno's stand works this way. It's like, all right, fine. Um, but the point is, is that they leave the scene so that it's just Trish who's supposedly very safe. Oh, great. Jorno. Sorry. Bruno. <laughs> like, so there's like the giant hole in the airplane uh, window that Jorno made to throw notorious BIG off of the plane. And Bruno just takes like a, a fucking like meal tray and just covers it. And that works. Sure. Somehow. I'm I like, also really like this part where Bruno's like, oh, I guess I was naive to get on this plane. And I'm sitting there being like, yeah, no shit. And then Trish is like, it's okay. Nobody could have predicted this. I'm like, Literally everyone could have predicted it is, this. It, it was impossible not to predict this. Okay, but none of them know, personally know Joseph Joestar. I guess that's fair. This is what happens when you lose touch with your family. Exactly. This is why you need institutional memory. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Trish is very kind to be like, no one could tell. But yeah, so Trish is now alone on the plane, which is fine because the Notorious B.I.G. is long gone except that mm-hmm. the way that it works is it tracks fast moving things and it picks the fastest thing and goes after it and so when you throw it out of the airplane now the fastest moving thing in its environment is the fucking airplane so it somehow races back and gets back on the plane and we get a somewhat extended homage to the classic twilight zone episode which then they redid for the twilight zone movie 
Yeah. Uh, which featuring William Shatner both times. Uh, right? At least in the first, yeah. at least in the TV episode, it was called Nightmare at 20,000 Feet. It's a famous one. It was parodied by The Simpsons. It's where William Shatner's on a plane and he looks out and he sees a gremlin on the wing of the plane and and the gremlin is starting to fuck with the plane and then everyone sort of gaslights him into being like, you know, that's sort of like, it's one of those things where when anyone goes to look, it's not there and he thinks he's going crazy, but then turns out there is a gremlin. I need to watch some of the Twilight Zone. It's good. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 good. It's super tropey. A little, a yeah, little hit and know, miss, but, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's a lot of like classic Super stuff. classic. Those TV episodes were, many of them were written by people who are considered like, you know, a, either short story, like literary authors or famous science fiction writers or that sort of thing. So, you know, it's uh, it's really well written for its time. Yeah. So this is like the classic one. And then once it's on the plane and sort of tracking her down, it's just, it gets really scary. I like when she grabs a knife. She's like, all right, I got to do something. I mean, Trish is badass. She is. She's very, well, and it's like, this is that, like, we're now at the point in the plot and she's very clearly set up for that where she's just, just starting to think to herself like, well, I'm really in this for selfish reasons because it's my fucking dad. But like, these guys are like doing this because they have some sort of like higher sense of like. Dream, if you will. Yeah of justice or honor. <laughs> she's like, and she's like, I can't relate to that at all. <laughs> um, and, uh, and so now we're going to get the thing that like, we're putting her into a situation where she's forced to like, come up with some other reason to fight. Cause she could just sit still and let Jorno's nascent ladybug hand <laughs> get eaten. Cause what's it to her? Like she, yeah. you know, like so she's that's got, happening. Yeah. but, but instead she's going to have to, you know, manifest a new will somehow Strange. as it were i wonder what that will be yeah and uh, since i've never seen the opening credits i have no idea <laughs> so Jorno must keep like a supply of the ladybug pins in the turtle we did mention that he probably ordered a bunch off of alibaba yeah, right, right, right. Bulk. Yeah. yeah i think i think somewhere like <laughs> i think bruno, he must have been like bruno i need a storage compartment because i got them you know, I got they, gross. They would only sell them to me, yeah, in the hundreds. I couldn't just buy three, right? And Bruno just made my pocket dimension. So, like, if Jordan ever dies, everyone else <laughs> in the party is just gonna like pop, and they're just like apart. a pile of ladybug yes. pins, and like <laughs> with like a brain on top of yeah. each one. Yeah, if that. That. <laughs> who knows yeah i guess drono could just make a brain he could just make you i mean he can fully clone living beings and their stands so fucking nightmare person. so why doesn't he clone people yeah he wh- why doesn't he create homunculi like what's like, stopping him right. there isn't there well i'll when oh, we get yeah. to part i'll tell about this one fanfic <laughs> right well i, I know will, there's multiple but i will say i will say like he can't actually create he can reanimate him briefly yeah and i guess there must be some line in terms of like self-awareness or something because it's like if you can make a turtle yeah but you can't make a person like you know there's got to be some 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 arbitrary sentence yeah this implies some sort of placing of humans above the rest of the animal kingdom which i think is bullshit but but also like we do also find out eventually that humans can channel turtles yes (laughs) which really puts them at the you would think then that that is at the same level yeah but yeah turtles have the capacity to speak yeah. They just don't. They just choose not <laughs> they to. They choose not to. <laughs> so then that makes me wonder if, like, could Jorno make a dolphin? You know, could he make chimpanzees? Could like, he make an octopus? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Any of the great ape family. You know, like, just the things that are, like, closest to humans or, like, things that also are, are thought to have the same level of cognition yeah. as humans. Um, or even, fuck it, like, pigs. Or what stuff. about what about just new life? Like, just make yeah. up new species. Ooh. 
like yeah. spore or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Horrifying chimeras. Just take a yeah, little I mean, girl. I mean, he's, he's, yeah. <laughs> he's, he is he is his father's son. Wrong? You know, yeah. he, he could just Shit. sit there. You're right. He could make he could make man faced dogs all, all day, day long. long. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Please no. break into song. <laughs> so really what you're saying is that it's a it's really just by the graciousness of his personality that the whole gang hasn't been turned into like cat owl pigeon <laughs> <Yeah>. freaks. <laughs> well, it's very like I guess gold experience is a stand which is also too fucked up to have. It's like yes. basically purple haze or the hand. We're just very lucky that Jorno is the one who has it and not someone else, but that's always true. Yes. He Honestly. could have just made them a new Fugo, even just yeah. been like, "Hey, Fugo, hold on, I'm gonna pluck a piece of hair off." Like, <laughs> All right, See ya. now you're yeah. staying behind, but we're keep we're taking a Fugo with us. Yeah. Like I just maybe it, three or four Fugos. Yeah, yeah, yeah just, just in them case. All. Like, I, and they would all have the same fucking stand because he yeah. can do that. Apparently, like it's terrible. It's just terrible. He's he's a nightmare. He's it's a walking Cronenbergian horror. He is. Jorno is body horror. Yeah. So cool, and not just because most of his body is ladybug pants. <laughs> can you imagine if Dio had gold experience? There would be a lot more chimeras. Mm-hmm. Yep, so many copies of Joe Stars. Yeah, so many yeah. Jonathan <laughs> Joe Stars. He would just, just be surrounded with like fifty Jonathan Joe Star heads, just, yeah, and he's like on a bed in the middle. Yeah, yes. just carrying him around. Yeah, <laughs> no, just so many. Yeah, some lifeless, some not lifeless. Yeah. Some that he just kept extremely dumb. Yeah. Just to look at, you know, like, God. (laughs) Yeah. I don't, those are all my notes basically. So it ends with Trish being like, should I save the protagonist's (laughs) body parts? Right. Which is being incubated in a ladybug pen. Like it's heart is beating and she's like, oh, he's growing a new hand. Is there a timer? Is it like an egg timer? Is it like the Pokemon <laughs> Go egg where you put your little Pokemon and then after a certain amount of, of kilo- meters, kilometers? I don't remember. Kilometers? Yeah. I don't know. I don't play that game anymore. Is it like that? So it's just a certain amount of time. Is like, I was it, thinking more like an easy bake oven. Mm, mm, it just gets warm enough. <laughs> See, I think Jorno is, I think the way that Jorno grows body parts is he just starts to clone the entire person and then just stops at a certain point so like when he makes a new organ for someone he starts to clone them but he starts with the organ and then just stops so he just so if if the hand if if the ladybug kept going a whole giorno would come out so if he gets distracted during he might accidentally do the thing where he has a full-size body in someone else's body yeah Yeah. oops fucked up (laughs) (laughs) not even the most terrifying thing one could do with gold experience to be honest but I do like that he's like alright I'm gonna cut off my own hand but at first I'm gonna set up my backup hand so it's like it's not even like it seems super hardcore but really it's just like Jorno yeah. can cut off his hands as much as he wants and he constantly is doing it yeah has okay so which... are either of those hands his actual hands anymore because I know he replaced <laughs> one arm at Look, some point what does it mean to be one's actual hand the Jorno of Theseus, if yeah, we will. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, well, <laughs> how many... The Mista. I mean, how much of Mista is Mista? Uh, yeah. Like, but see, again, no. why not make a second backup Mista and just have it I'm follow sure you Jorno makes a I, second backup <laughs> <yeah>. Mista. <laughs> so I have... It doesn't need to be smart. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this this is just Trish in, you know, having to make a, a decision, which I feel is kind of obvious because, uh, spoiler, Jorno's able to use gold experience for the rest of parts, <laughs> part five. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't just walk around with no hands, with no, no hands. hands and no wrists. And it's like, could someone open this? You know, like I just, yeah. 
and like it, it would have be, a stand with no hands yeah. that like is just completely like doesn't do anything. But also like I feel like there's got to be like if Bruno sewed a hand onto him, wouldn't that then become his hand so that he could use it to make himself new hands? Like it just you none think. of it seems like that big of a problem. JoJo's Bizarre Explainer is recorded in Portland, Aura, Aura, Oregon. You can follow us on Twitter at ExplainJoJo or find us on the web at ExplainJoJo.com. We love to hear from our listeners, so please go to Apple Podcasts and leave us the kind of review that Bruno would leave for Hallmark movies. 